0: Uh, a very warm welcome to everyone on a hot and humid afternoon in Singapore. My name is Clemens Che and I'm a research fellow at the Middle East Institute within the National University of Singapore. It gives me great pleasure to host today's webinar on the UAE's space sector, discussing its aims, ambitions and achievements. With us today as the esteemed guest speaker is Mr Ali Al-Shehi, the director of the National Space Science and Technology Centre established jointly by the UAE University, the UAE Space Agency, and the Telecommunications Regulatory Authority. I will, of course, share his illustrious profile a little later before his presentation. Please allow me to say a few words about today's webinar, which is the 18th episode in MEI's Bridging the Gulf Public Education series. The series was conceived with the aim of providing a general audience with insights, on the latest developments among the Gulf Arab states or the GCC for short. Not only is the series aimed at raising the level of public knowledge about the region, it also aims to correct misconceptions. Some of the interesting past sessions that we have had included falconry, the tradition of falconry by the UAE-based Hamdan bin Mohammed Heritage Centre and also an intriguing talk on the technology used at the Hajj, the pilgrimage delivered by the Assistant Minister of Hajj and Umrah in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Today's session on the UAE space sector is a product of a collaborative effort between MEI and the UAE embassy in Singapore, a working relationship which we hope will go from strength to strength. A few words on the UAE space sector. As many would have learned already by now, the UAE is the first Arab nation to undertake interplanetary exploration since the Hope probe was launched in mid 2020. This is more widely known as the Emirates Mars mission. The country's space agenda does not stop there. Emirati astronaut Sultan Aniadi is now a cult figure, not just in the country, but across the region. And he became the first Arab astronaut to go on a long-term mission to the International Space Station earlier this year. More recently, he concluded a historic seven-hour long spacewalk, and it is against this backdrop that we are very keen to find out more about the UAE's vision for its space sector and for which we are proud to have Mr. Ali al Shehi here with us to share his insights. I would like to now invite Mr. Mohamed Azaruni, the head of Economic Affairs at the UAE Embassy in
1: Singapore, to deliver the opening remarks. Mohamed, please, all yours. Thank you, my friend. Uh, dear guests, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ali al shehi good afternoon and a warm welcome to this event organized by the Middle East Institute. It gives me great pleasure to share insights on the UAE's remarkable space journey and how we have constantly pushed the boundaries known to mankind. Over the past uh, years, the UAE has made significant strides in space exploration. Our unwavering commitment to innovation and progress led to the establishment of the UAE Space Agency, which has been instrumental in guiding our nation's path in the space area. Uh, A a pivotal uh, milestone in our journey is the creation of the National Space Fund earlier this year, a substantial $3 $3 dirham initiative dedicated to supporting groundbreaking programs and fostering international cooperation in space engineering, sciences, and research applications. Through this fund, we have aimed to build national capa- uh, capabilities, diversify our economy, and assert the UAE's the position as a leader in the global space community. Our aspirations reach beyond Earth's or orbit, exemplified by the Emirates lunar mission and our mission to Mars which Dr. Clemens actually uh, just mentioned. With the UAE's Hope uh, probe, we are resolute in expanding human understanding of Mars and its atmosphere, adding to the collective knowledge of the universe. This is one of the many achievements that that were made possible by talented scientists, engineers, and partners from all around the globe. Additionally, and through collaborations with our international partners, our astronaut, Mr. Sultan al-Niyadi, embarked on a long-term mission to the International Space Center, the first for any Arab astronaut, and we await his return at the end of this month, inshallah. Today, I extend an open invitation to our friends in Singapore to collaborate with the UAE in our space endeavors. We firmly believe that partnerships hold the key to fostering scientific and technological advancements and driving innovation. Singapore's own achievements in the space sector present valuable opportunities for joint research and knowledge exchange, propelling us to pioneer new frontiers in space exploration together. In closing, I once again extend my gratitude to the Middle East Institute for hosting this event. Let us forge a future together, driven by the spirit of collaboration and uh, exploration. Thank you, and I wish everyone a fruitful engagement ahead. Thank you very much.
2: Thank Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mr. Mohammed al Zaruni, for the opening remarks, and I'm certain that the solid relationship between our two entities and the two countries will continue. Now, let me turn to an introduction of our guest speaker for today. Mr. Ali Al-Shehi has more than 33 years of experience working in leadership positions in the UAE Air Force. He has a bachelor's degree in aviation science from the Higher College of Technology and a master's degree in management and communications from Sockburn University, UAE. Mr. Ali, has joined the UAE Air Force in, in 1988 when he started flying as a pilot in the Air Force Academy in Pakistan. And in 1997, he worked in Air Force intelligence and became the Satellite Ground Resaving Station manager in the year 2000. He has managed many projects inside and outside the country, most notably the Falcon Eye program, which started in 2013 in Toulouse, France. And in addition to that, he led the Space Reconnaissance Center in Abu Dhabi until 2021. Recently, Mr. Ali Al Shehi decided to take a new direction in his career to support the research, development, and education sector in the country, where he joined the UAE University in 2022 as the director of the National Space Science and Technology Center. The Academia Industry Partnership is a topic that is very near and very dear to Mr. Ali Al Shehi's heart and indeed career how will the UAE pave the way for innovative space research? Let us now hear from Mr. Ali Ashi. over to you.
3: So are you sharing the slide or do you want me to share the slides again? You have the control of the screen, right? Yes. Okay, so can you put the
0: slides up, please? Sharon, please, thank you.
2: Can you please share the slides? I think it's easier for
3: you. Okay. Can you see the screen?
1: Yes, Mr. Adi.
3: Right. Uh, distinguished guest. alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, it's an honor and, and pleasure uh, to join uh, all these collaborative efforts. Is uh, especially uh, and, and special thanks to the uh, Middle East Institute and uh, uh, National uh, University of Singapore. Uh, special thanks to our uh, colleagues and, and friends. Oy uh, to continue the, the collaboration of, of, of space uh, between the UAE and all our uh, partners uh, around the world. Uh, the relation between uh, Singapore and and, uh, and the UAE is very remarkable. Uh, today, we are extending this to, to focus a little bit on uh, the space sector and mainly on the uh, the innovative space research and and how the academia and the industry today is being a potential to uh, really uh, support where the UAE have already uh, reached in in, uh, in this uh, in this sector. The UAE is a elite country today uh, in space, and uh, you have covered on the introduction some of those uh, activities we in the UAE have. Uh, play the big role uh, globally uh, the missions uh, we have contributed to is is not local missions but it's a global mission and this is uh, the UAE uh, active uh, not only in the space but but globally so uh, if you will allow me i will uh, go through a few slides to share some uh, thoughts with you uh, from uh, the uh, space sector and also the academia and where i come from is the UAE university So to introduce the the, the space sector, I think you've done a a big part of that. Thank you very much for for sharing uh, uh, the contribution of the UAE space sector. But I will focus a little bit today. And if you can see on this slide, we have uh, established a lot of activities. And if you can see on this slide that in 2014, we have created the the space agency but as an activity of space we we have started earlier on that and you can see on the slide that we have done a lot of missions uh, before the, the space uh, agency became officially is the, the governing entity of of the space sector in the ua and a continuation of that you will see that the, the space centers like mbrc and sstc became Available to support uh, this this activity today uh, in the UAE we have uh, a pioneering uh, uh, vision to 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 engage the world today uh, if we look at the the space sector globally uh, it, no one works alone it is all based on collaboration and 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 cooperation between entities between between countries. And for that, if you look at the right side of the slide, this uh, triangle I will maintain on the on the slide where you can see the relation between uh, the different components which uh, really contribute to uh, this innovation and, and, and the way forward for any country on the space sector. So you have the government in the top and then you have the industry and academia so this, uh, triangle you will see on my coming slides also, and elaborate uh, more in it. We're supported by uh, a wise government who have seen the space sector as an, uh, as an economic potential on the, on the future. Also, the government have seen the space is, is, uh, uh something we contribute to humankind and, and to humanity. So, the, and for example, if you look at the EMM mission today, the, the, the UEF went to Mars. And we've been always asked the question, why Mars? Uh, the UAE is not doing this for the UAE, but we are doing it for, for the world. We are doing doing this, this for the humankind, for the humanity, and how these research will contribute to benefit the world uh, globally in, in the end. From the objectives we, we have set, uh, and if you can see some of these objectives in the slide here, that we want to contribute to uh, a collaboration model. So these missions we have launched is is not for the UAE only, but it is for for a global contribution uh, of benefits. And we have supported that by uh, uh, some of the internal work we have done in the country. And that's relates between the industry, the government, uh, and also the, the, the academia. And in the coming slide, I will explain that that relation and how we go back and relate to the title of this presentation when we say, or or, or this session specifically, about the innovation between the two main components that play a big role in in this sector. So, uh, in this slide, we started the journey, and and it's, it's a remarkable Journey with with lots of milestones, like you see here on the on uh, the slide. We have successfully launched multiple satellites uh, in orbit today, and each of those satellites contribute to an advancement on communication, earth observation, scientific research. But at the same time, uh, the UAE in the past decade have dedicated uh, and 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 launched also some additional satellite you see on the lower uh, line there which is the satellite for education and experimental purpose for that uh, you can see that the UAE is not only launched big mission but also focused on the learning and building capacity for the country and for the aim and goal that we will one day be contributing as a uh, a player on a in a bigger game, which is we will engage the global, uh, space, uh, community. And if you see on the top of the slide, we have, uh, let's say the 11 satellites, which we procured fully by buying those, uh, uh satellites, but at the same time, we have learned so many things from those missions. Uh, we have built satellites and, and those five satellites we have developed locally, but also we have tested the, those satellites and some other entities outside the country. Four of the satellites we have developed and tested completely in the, in the UAE. And today where we see that the role of uh, places like NSSDC and MBRC doing a big role by building the capacity. Capacity is not only building equipment, but building people, engaging students on, on research, And also engaging the student to be part of building bigger mission in the the future. Uh, Here, I will focus uh, a little bit and and to address the the, the main subject as uh, introduced by Dr. Jadad. To distinguish between academia and, and industry, the UAE as a country if we see from the academia perspective, we have a 30% increase on interdisciplinary research collaborations in the U universities over the last decade. Uh, specifically, I will touch on the UA university. We have 11 centers here on the research. And one of them, a main pillar of those research, are the NSSTC, which is focusing on the space uh, space side. Uh, the industry, the UAE space sector has grown by 50% on the last uh, five uh, five decades. And if we look at the slide, we see percentage of growth come from a full support of the UAE government to both sector, academia and also the, 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 in, the, the, the industry. Uh, and I said in the beginning, you will continuously see this triangle here. Uh, and you see it now on the left side of the slide where that uh, government is, is the main support, is the main directive for us on academia and industry to reach the optimum goal. Uh, in the slide, you will see the, inter, uh, the interrelation of these uh, uh, stakeholders between the academia and, and the industry and how the government for sake, like the space agency also is contributing and as you introduced that the initiation of NSSTC uh, was initiated by space agency, but also it was supported by the ICP Fund, which comes from the TVRA as as a government uh, uh, body. Today, initiated the center by funding the start of the uh, of the NSSTC. and and the purpose of, of that is, as, as I said earlier, is building the capacity of you know, all these talent and innovative people within the colleges and universities of the UAEU and also the other uh, UAE university uh, uh, reaching an optimum goal to increase this relation with also an outside uh, the country and crossing border to reach, uh, you know, a collaboration with uh, universities. Like we have an agreement with, with your university today and and we are trying to implement that agreement today in, in, in a real practice which we will hope to see some of those projects to 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 touch the reality and to work on on real satellite program or exchange program or any scholarship uh, program that we can uh, facilitate by again the full support from the government by providing with the fund uh, the engagement between the academia and bridging the gap between the academia and the industry, which I will touch base on the coming uh, slide about that. Uh, of course, research uh, and innovation uh, start with, with, with solving challenges. And, and these challenges uh, we say today for the advancement of technology. And as I mentioned earlier, Mars, Mars program was for uh, Solving problems not for the UAE but for the, for the world, and and these challenges today is is really challenged by another uh, component here, which is the global competition. Uh, the global competition, if we can see today, the world is not you know the few decades back when they were uh, a domination of of certain countries only working in space. Today we have more than ninety countries are in the space race. And the UAE, as today, as a lead country in the region and also globally, by uh, contributing to that uh, a global competition by being part of uh, global missions like EMM and the other coming projects, which also I will explain on the coming uh, slides. Um, the technology evolution with this competition, we need to find a way. How do we differentiate? ourselves as uh, different uh, institutes take it from academia and also the industry so the, the engagement today we have is not only with uh, certain countries or with the, with certain uh, slice of the of the of the community but this is globally speaking today we have this engagement to 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 go to a technology evolution by engaging a collaboration approach between, first of all, inside the country, between our universities and also our stakeholders in the industry in the UAE governed by uh, the government, uh, for certain mission. And, and, and the purpose is, is in the end is a humankind, but we are working today as I, uh, explained earlier in this slide, for example, for the remote sensing, the communication and all that. And for the purpose, which, for example, today uh, the UAE is is showcasing how the country is is being part of the global mission of the sustainability. And the COP28 is an event which is we are very proudly, you know, happy about hosting this and as the space sector will be showcasing these activities we have from the internal entities and also our engagement with, uh, global, uh, global programs. By fostering the culture of innovation, the UAE ensures uh, the remaining to remains driven force uh, in the space research and exploration. Uh, in the slide here, you will see there is a huge program which is the UAE contributed to the world, which is the EMM, the Emirates Mars Mission, which is the world is still benefiting out of that program. All the researcher globally around the world get the data from that probe, which is today we in the UAE very proud to have it, uh, uh, you know, in, in that planet and looking at a uh, a result which will benefit the humankind in the end uh for some of you who knows that that the Mars or the EMM mission was also a collaboration between the UAE and uh, the U.S specifically uh, and some universities in, in in Colorado so this is where we see the Academia the industry again getting together, for a global mission to to benefit you know the world and from there we are transiting now to a bigger mission and that is the asteroid belt which is the M- mbr uh, explorer um the uae we are putting ourselves in a, in a leader 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 position we want to lead in this innovative space research for that i think uh, uh, we are harnessing, uh, you know, the different component in the country with a very good tight up with uh, international collaboration with universities, with the industry, and also with other governments. So there is a lot of agreements today between the UAE and other countries as an umbrella, but it fly down to research institutes working together to be part of this huge, big mission the country have invested uh, financially in it, but also we have taken a lot of lesson learned from the EMM mission, and now in the country, we are working in a better position to uh, allow the maximum use and the maximum utilization of these kinds of mission to build the space sector in the UAE and also to build the capacity of, of, of uh, uh, the UAE uh, talent to also uh, be part uh, of this program and also to be uh, advancing on the on the research component of it. Uh, today, uh, when we started EMM, if we look at the number of students or the number of engineers who was part of that program and today. How many universities are today? We have extended to all the universities and research space research institute in the UAE to be part of the uh, asteroid belt. Uh, in the space agency, we have taken lots of other steps to prepare and to be ready for this mission from uh, six years uh, six years from now. Uh, I think this showcases that the UAE will continue to be on the innovation of space research. We are not only considering, uh, let's say, an operational mission satellite like for remote sensing and communication and GNSS and positioning, but also in the planet, planet, planetary side where the UAE universities have equipped themselves with the best uh, faculty from, from around the world. Uh, we are focusing in uh, programs with other countries, but also we are focusing on MRI. And we need an Emirati engineers also to be, uh, you know, part of this uh, research. And uh, you did mention uh, uh, in your in, uh, introduction, Doctor Che and uh, Mr. Mohammed, about uh, Sultan Al Niyadi today in in uh, in a journey. He is inshallah coming back in a in a month or less than a month back to 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 Earth. Uh, very few people know that Sultan and 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 Hazza and uh, the 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 astronauts of the UAE have spent years of of hard work to to get where they are today. Uh, I wish uh, Sultan and his colleagues uh, the best of luck. I really thank them for their dedication and how much effort these astronauts have put of many years being away from their family and also working in a collaboration with other uh, entities and other countries. And today, again, the UAE is presenting uh, ourselves as a very collaborative approach for innovation and, and, uh, and research. Um, the, the country uh, invested around 1.5% of GDP and R&D. We have an R&D constant. And Hamad uh, mentioned that there's 3 billion have been allocated only for, for space. And and this is where this money is really uh, utilized for the, the same purpose I mentioned, which is the humankind. Uh, the slide here shows that we have, yes, but, uh, that uh, financial investment, but at the same time, we have dedicated funded uh, project for a space research projects. Um, In the slide, it says uh, 10 million. I assure you it's small, but this is what is officially announced. I I know that all these centers you see in the slide, the MBRC, Khalifa University, SAS, uh, New York University, NSSDC, and other institutes, they have spent a lot of money on investing on people, not only investing in equipment, but that is where we are dedicating ourselves Uh, We have scholarship programs uh, in each of these entities. And those scholarship programs are supported today by government and also supported by the industry. And here's where we are bridging this gap between the industry and how the industry can bring back academia and how industry can take from academia that capacity of, of engineers and expertise you know to help them achieve their current mission and also prepare them for for uh, for future missions. Um, we've crossed border by supporting international entities. We have relations with uh, colleges, universities across the world, uh, and we want to be part of uh, a global mission. For for example, uh, the uh, universities I mentioned on the on the EMM mission. Uh, there was a huge contribution. There was a, an exchange program where we had engineers from the UAE spent uh, around five, six years uh, in the U.S. starting from a bachelor degree, doing a master degree and being part of the MM. This journey continued. And today we have better focus and better also the diversity you see of the universities here as taking role in a better focused, dedicated approach to utilize that fund or that financial support given by the government to lead uh, the, the the sector, and it is governed by the space agency, which we uh, see them today playing a big role by supporting these centers by giving them programs. But at the same time, they are uh, facilitating for them a relationship with the world. Uh, and today, the engagement of the country today uh, internationally allowing us in the space sector to benefit from that relation, which is the UAE, uh, a friend of all. The UAE is part of the uh, innovation, technology, uh, development, uh, uh, research. And uh, we uh, trying to continue and learn and put ourselves in a better position on, on the leading uh, position on the, around, around the world. Now here, uh, coming back to the triangles I mentioned, uh, you you see it again on the left, and now I've inserted the NSSPC logo here. Uh, And this is here where I would like to uh, emphasize more uh, how we are trying, or how we are playing the role to bridge the gap. So bridging the gap between the the industry and academia, that is started from inside the house, from the NSSTC, being inside the fence of the UA University, working with the different colleges. Today, uh, space has a diversity of uh, specialty. So we have uh, the computer science, we have the the, the physics, we have the uh, all the engineering, you know, take it from the, uh, the electric, electronics, and also the mechanical engineers. So we at the NSSTC today playing a big role inside the university, harnessing ourselves to deal with the stakeholder, and then we create the link from with the industry. Uh, I will explain later on the on a on, on coming slide how the NSSTC facilitates their, their assets to bridge to bridge that gap. But I want to emphasize that before we engage globally, and we have done globally. We didn't wait for implementing this, but we already engaged, as I said, on, on, on missions. We understood where the area we need to fix, and now we're coming back, we are rectifying the way how the UAE University will help NSSTC and how NSSTC will go and get all those talented uh, engineers with their ideas and innovation and to, to bring them to uh, to reality. And while they are here at the NSSTC, now the NSSTC is facilitating for those students to be part of the industry by doing their missions and at the same time, preparing them, not only to launch a satellite, but also to launch you know, a capacity of people who can support those missions and where in the future, uh, future missions, um, we do, uh, lots of activities within, within, within the NSSTC by, uh, again, if you go back to the, to the triangle, we get the funds from the government so that the government and the top funding scholarship programs, uh, funding programs as, as satellite programs, uh, research programs, um, we also support in, in programs, which we work in a collaboration internationally. So any agreement we have, let's say, by the government in international level, and then it comes back lower to the space agency and the university. So we make use out of those umbrellas and get scholarship programs, exchange programs and work on uh, some satellite program and research program, which is I will elaborate more in the uh, coming slide. We also uh, involving students by finding them the opportunities. Today, the, the, the student uh, being uh, a graduate or coming to do an interim program in the end of the the, the, their, their study, I think we, we have found that is, is a bit not the right way to do it. So now we are rethinking how to engage students from the first year when they come to the university and hook them up with the center on certain programs which will facilitate for those students. And then you can pick out of 10, maybe you'll get two for this program and two for other programs and identify the right talent for uh, the right opportunity for them. They might not continue at NSCCC, but they will be uh, transferred to uh, academia back to teach. Maybe they will go to the government and work with the space agency or other uh, entities. And they can also transfer to the industry, as I said, and have the opportunity by rather than queuing for a job. These people will already mix with the industry within the center here, which is I will explain on the on the coming slide how we are doing. Uh, in we, we are driven by the country country vision, and and for <laughs> for that we have created a standard operating procedure. This standard operating procedure come from what you see in the slide here. Uh, there is a big increase, which is around 20% on the the R&D. As uh, Mohamed was mentioning earlier, that fund uh, came from the R&D Council. And we see that within the government today, the space agency, uh, the academia, and the R&D Council are working together on a diversity of technology. But space has taken a big slice on on that because of the dedication we see and also we are doing the market validation. How do we validate that? We validate that by working with the industry and working with the international uh, partners. So this partnership uh, gives us uh, the, the opportunity to go for the end goal of the government, taking the space as part of the uh, GDP and bringing as as uh, as a, an ROI in the end economically to the country. So we also look at how can we, the space sector, contribute to the country economy at the same time? We, the NSSTC, how can we commercialize some of those components, okay, and have that participate? So that's standard operating procedure today. Again, uh, working uh, uh, to really look at uh, us working with the UAEU and, and inside defense, us working with the UAE University, as I showed on the, on the previous slide. Also, the partnership we, we have. Today, I can name some of the programs we have in education programs, which we have an international collaboration. We have a program called Al-Insat, and this al is uh, actually led and managed by NSSTC team, working with three universities from Spain, Indonesia, and Japan. Uh, and this program, uh, we're hoping that it will be launched, inshallah, by the end of uh, 24. But this is where we look at the diversity and we differentiate between education and also other bigger missions. At the same time, we are working on other programs on the planetary planetary side as i said uh, we are part of the uh, asteroid field. we are working on a, on a, on a program with uh, other countries and and a program called Full earth which is supporting also the uh, country mission being by cop28 and being part of the sustainability you know to to contribute to the united Nations uh, you know missions and, and and being part of the global the global mission um, AndCC as a as a as an entity, uh, you have mentioned that we started in uh, launching this center in two thousand and sixteen. Uh, we have some assets, but these assets goes back again to the umbrella. and the umbrella come from uh, the country, the space uh, agency, the university, and now the center is actually working with all the universities in the UAE and the space sector, So we have uh, dedicated the last one year for a better engagement with other universities. We are facilitating for those centers some capabilities which is only available at NSSTC. For example, uh, you have the Space Lab and all the AIT facility. The AIT facility we have is is, uh, one of a kind in the region we can uh, integrate and and test satellite up to 350 kg satellite and this is the class where the world is actually the trend of the innovation and technology is going to all those big missions are not there anymore the world is focusing getting smaller on size but more sophisticated more uh, software uh, built more focus on how these satellites will do uh, better in missions, not with size, but with innovation and, and technology and research. We have the ground station, which is we uh, are aiming to have a universal ground station. Universal ground station means it will not only support our satellites uh, at NSSTC, not only the UAE uh, satellites or for the country, but we are looking for a global engagement for this ground station. So we can support all the uh, friends and colleagues and, and institutes we work with them globally to utilize and, and put the ground station on the global uh, network for downlinking, for uplinking, and also for contributing to, to make, you know, that operation of satellites better every day. Um, the last component is actually uh, the, the startup uh, hub. NSSTC is is focusing today to take ideas and incubate them and accelerate them. NSSCC as an institute alone cannot do that. but with our collaboration in, uh, in, inside the country and also globally, we think we can we can do that. So we the ideas for for any program or any project or any innovation, It should not only come from the student of the UAEU, but this can come from any university around the world. So we have opened the door for ideas and we are bringing funds and we are bringing support to incubate this and facilitating for them an environment where they can do their their work. At the same time, today we have uh, a very aggressive uh, work we are doing with the space agency to focus on the uh, acceleration part of that. So when we bring these ideas, we incubate them, but we link them with the industry locally and globally. So this is, uh, I cannot give a lot of details about it today because it's on the go, but we are focusing on uh, startups, SMEs, uh, and, and this work is happening under the umbrella of the space agency specifically. But also we are linking this bigger mission with uh, the other incubation uh, programs within 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 the country. Um, all of the above, uh, you know, it's under the umbrella again of the government, the space agency, and it's governed by that optimum goal, where UAE is is a lead in uh, in space. Uh, the days where we buy equipments and we buy satellites, I think we are done with that. Today, we are building in-house inside the NSSTC. We are building software. We are building hardware. We are integrating and testing and also working uh, with our partners uh, around the world to to become better and also to contribute to the global uh, mission. Uh, Future. You know, all of us have vision, but uh, I remember before joining the, the, the NSSDC, I had uh, uh, a very interesting uh, dialogue with uh, Her Excellency Sarah Al-Amiri, the, the chairman of the space agency and also the minister of, of technology. And I really see uh, Her Excellency vision and how we take not only a gradual uh, growth, but a sharp growth. And this sharp growth actually focusing in two areas SMEs, but SMEs like uh, subject matter experts and also small and medium enterprises. Uh, I have, since I've joined the NSSC the last one year, I, I uh, uh, monitored Her Excellency and the way she's encouraging us how to bring this to reality and, and how we in the NSSTC and the other centers can create the, uh, those companies and startup. And as I said, taking them from idea to incubation and also the acceleration. So we have a full support from, from the space agency. Uh, and this take us to, to, to the next slide. Uh, and we already started this uh, venture let's say, or or creation of companies. Uh, last week, I was surprised. Uh, my guys at the AIT said, uh, Ali, we have a startup company. They are doing testing, and this testing is not for them, but this is for this and this, and we have a visitor coming uh, tomorrow from uh, India to come and, and see how we have supported that. We stopped uh, working on under uh, MOUs and writing uh, you know, paper and, and showing slides and things. We're doing real work. I'll give an example. Uh, one day we met with our colleagues uh, from Bahrain Space Agency in Dubai and Space Office Conference on Thursday. On Friday they were here in Al Ain and the week after the team came back and, and, and they started working on something without you without signing any, any paperwork because we consider that their real work is to put hands on and to engage on activities rather than signing all these uh, documents and not implementing on the, on the, uh, on the, on the floor. Um, we have already worked on certain projects, as I mentioned, INSAR, uh, with the different universities. Uh, with the planetary, we work with the, uh, the Technion from Israel and, and Cool Earth. We've engaged the industry, big names, like Dallas, you know, was part of this. Uh, all other uh, uh, space agencies like uh, in israel and and france and we are joining forces to showcase this work will be showed at uh, cop28 in november um, we have a program called uh, satellite 813 this is uh, a space agency funded program and this to help the uh, arab group countries which is also initiated and created by the uae uh, in 2019 uh, we've kicked in this program. We are hoping to launch uh, end of 24 a uh, 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 scientific mission uh, with uh, different payload, with different edge computing, uh, innovative approach to build the capacity. Uh, one thing I can disclose here we have a fresh grad team who graduated from the university in the UAE and now they are part of K 23 uh, satellite, and they are doing great. I am really excited to see, uh, you know, the girls and boys really getting into this innovation era of, of space and they are trying to help those kinds of people to really reach where they want to reach as their government wants them to go, Um here, uh, To conclude, I'm sorry, Dr. Che, if I've taken more time on this, but I I will conclude in a a minute. Uh, Taking advantage of of the country, big investment. We have invested. You know, the country is uh, our country. We are very proud and we are very excited to see how our governments guide us and direct us to be as innovative as we can, to be as competitive as we can. And we take uh, uh, the the, the ride. to be really uh, a leading country on, on on space innovation, collaboration, to reach that uh, global uh, uh, vision of the country uh, that after some time the space will bring things to back to the uh, to the country economy. Uh, I hope I I covered the uh, you know what you wanted me to 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 cover. But uh, I would I thank you very much again for you, for uh, our uh, embassy in Singapore, the Singapore embassy in the UAE, for your support. And I'm ready to take your questions.
0: Mr. Ali Ashehi, thank you very much. Please accept my sincere thanks for that wonderful presentation that touched on the internationalization of your space sector, breaking new ground, and also the emiratization segment or component of the space program, and, and it's very, heartwarming to hear that there are, there's a fresh grad team on the 813 project. I think it's, it's always good to have young minds on, on, on these sectors. Um, We have now come to the Q&A segment of the webinar. So we would like it to be very interactive and we'd like to receive questions from our audience. And you can type your questions in the chat box, in the Zoom chat box, and we can address them uh, accordingly. Uh, please allow me as a moderator to exercise my privilege to ask a, a couple of questions to Mr. Ali uh, before we start the ball rolling from the ground. Uh, I have two questions, uh, and, and that comes from one on the EMM, the Emirates uh, Mars Mission. Uh, I was wondering what are the key findings, and, and, and of course, some of the media reporting covered uh, the two moons of Mars, Deimos and Phobos, but what are the other groundbreaking or insights that, that, have, been, that have been born out of this uh, mission? And number two, you talked about how there's a lot of excitement uh about the UAE's vision on space sector, on the space sector. Uh you know, how far do you think this space culture can go? Because that is part of the strategy of the UAE as well, you know, the, the, the space strategy of the UAE. So I have these two questions for you before we move ahead with the questions
3: uh from the floor. Thank you uh Thank you. I, I will uh, take the the last the second question first. and um, a very uh, touchy point always, you know, for someone who's been in space for more than 25 years, and also who came to this without space law, without space agency, uh, and who realized that that we have really came in a very rapid speed. To be an international contributor to the space sector. Um, very uh, always question I hear, you know, b- before even Mars, when we announced the EMM program, why the UAE is is is, is being part of, uh, you know, something like going to Mars. Well, you know, this this was mission for countries like the US, uh, Russia, Japan, India, and as I said today, there is a huge race, you know, by 90 countries are trying to be part of this. So for EMM, I think uh, you to to answer why EMM, first, space culture, as you said. Uh, We in the UAE are a 50 years old country. We developed this country from scratch. And we have also came along on academia. And our universities, they have developed very rapidly. Down. So if I go back to my era when I graduated high school, okay, and I was thinking, oh, what to do at that time after I, I graduated school, there was very little, you know, small choices that you take. But today, uh, when we have kids, like my nephews come to me nine years old and say, I want to be an astronaut. And, and and this is where I think the, the, the government, and I will also tell a short story to answer this question. I was there when uh, we signed the, the agreement between the space agency and MBRC, you know, for the AMM mission. Uh, His Highness, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid, came in and, and said, I've been asked the question by Mars. And then he turned around to all the engineers from MBRC and said, we are challenging you in a mission because the UAE, we don't do easy mission. We do very challenging mission. We want you to go to Mars, and this challenge is for you guys to compete and, and be uh, you know, on the global competition, which is we find ourselves competing, but we competed uh, harshly, and we have been put in a very challenging mission, which is KMM, not only because we have launched satellite, as, the, as I said. Now, uh, EMM contribute to the world, to the humankind. All the research paper we do at the UA University for EMM, we have a group of scientists. We send them out to speak the result. And we share this result with the world. And we have given access to the world. to access. We didn't take
2: the data of, of
3: EMM for us. The data, and that is where we see the country of contributing globally, internationally for the humankind and to participate on all of the world challenges and problems which I mentioned on the slide. So this data became available for the world and whatever research uh, collaboration we do with other universities and with uh, other researchers, we make available to the to public and we share it with the right people, the right institute to benefit out of, of, of this investment, which the mission is continue today to bring data back and help researcher to continue their research and also to support us to build the capacity of engineers and researcher you know, for our future missions. I hope I answered the questions.
0: Thank you, Mr Ali. I think we'll proceed to the questions that are coming in. They are rolling in. In fact, uh, we have a question from uh, Jean-Lou Saman, who is a senior researcher. Um, And his question is, you know, space exploration relies heavily on international cooperation, as you said in your presentation. So please, could you tell us more about the international partnerships, especially from within the region, such as partners, such as Saudi Arabia and Israel, which I think you covered in one slide, but you would like to know some examples of investments in, in this sector?
3: Uh, I, I will try to, to, uh, to generalize the answer first. And if there is something specific, uh, specifically needed, I will, I will, I will answer that. Uh, as I said today, uh, the space sector work under different umbrellas. Okay. So we have, uh, ministry of, of education, all the universities, space agency collaboration between agencies. We are part of lots of agreements, uh, globally. So we are driven from, from there, from, uh, like the international relation. Secondly, as I mentioned, and I will take an example of satellite 813. There is 14 Arab countries today is, is part of that and we didn't only give them the satellite to build and to launch, but also we've engaged them from the beginning to be part of what we call Arab Bionese Program, which is a scholarship provided by the UAE to the Arab countries. So they are today under uh, the the, the scholarship program within the different universities and specifically UAEU for for that purpose. Now, the bigger mission, which is the planetary, if we we focus on that, the AMM, as I explained earlier, we continue to give the data to researchers to utilize it. And also we are taking all the learning from that, and we are sharing it with the the partners we work with uh, globally. And that learning has been taken now to the asteroid belt, where we have taken different approach from how we have done EMM earlier. And now EMM was done by MBRC. Asteroid Build is today direct space agency with diversity of of support from academia and industry and global uh, partners. So so the, the mechanism of, of implementing is changed before it was oriented in, in in one center. Now space agency looked at it as the the, the asteroid built uh, the MPR explorer is is a huge mission and it will take many years. So we wanted better collaboration, better participation. So we are engaging all the sector in the UAE, not only uh, by uh, being part of the development of the, uh, the satellite and the probe and all that, but also on the academia to prepare for a better research result when when that data come back from, from there. So the preparation is happening to all those centers in the UAE and internationally. Now, Uh, Specifically, you mentioned uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, As I told you, Saudi Arabia is part of the Arab group. Uh, We work closely on some uh, programs uh, with them. Uh, Today, uh, the relationship between the two agencies, space agencies, is very well uh, established. Uh, I mentioned Bahrain. Uh, Today, we started work you know, here at NSSTC, and I know they have worked earlier with MBRC. Uh, There is uh, a collaboration. We are at NSSTC ready to sign three uh, agreements with uh, India in in academia and also in the industry as a startup. We have signed uh, during the space debate in December an agreement with industry and academia in Israel. We signed with Technion. As a research uh, institute, we signed with ISAI as an industry partner, which is today, they are part of one of the companies who can work for uh, also being part of any activities we do at uh, at NSSDC. Thank you, Mr. Ali. Uh,
0: We have one more question from the floor on uh, how it's related to climate change and defense, how the space sector supports climate change with the UAE being the host of COP28 and also the defense sector based on your professional experience with the falcon eye program especially
3: <laughs> okay um uh, okay Climate. Ch- i'll start with the climate change and i'll try to i try to escape but i don't know if i can escape the falcon eye program but i will do my best uh climate change as as i, as I said today we are harnessing as a country for cop28 Uh, we are showcasing how the country from a technology perspective, from innovation perspective are doing part. So, and I will go down now to the engagement of NSSDC on that. Uh, we're trying to showcase three big programs. Uh, one is uh, the 813, which is, as, as I said, it's an international collaboration. And that is a very specific scientific uh, mission for uh, sustainability and a lot of other uh, scientific uh, research. And, and I remember when we put uh, you know the, the RFP out for partners to collaborate and that, we didn't specify what kind of satellite or what kind of specification. We kept it very open and we said, this is the scientific objectives we need to go and we need to partner with somebody who can... Bring the innovation and the technology to support the the the, the sustainability and the United Nation uh, you know uh, missions. So that that's that's one. The second one is the the Cool Earth program, which is where we are we're working with with Technion today as NSSTC uh, to uh, do uh, a mission uh, to reduce temperature. And this is uh, a POC uh, proof concept, which is going to. Uh, be a, a remarkable project. Uh, I will not be able to disclose any more information because I'm, I'm still under, uh, you know, that uh, till COP28, we are still harnessing, we are getting more partners to be part of that. But this is a huge mission. But we will start with the POC and we will start from academia, students from Israel, students from the UAE, uh, governed by space agencies and other organizations to support that. The last uh, mission we are doing from the United Arab Emirates University, uh, from the the planetary or sorry, the the remote sensing or the earth observation unit we have at the center, working with the other centers within the university. And we have extended that far by working with uh, the GIFC, which is the Geospatial National Center, In the UAE, we are working with uh, collaborating internationally for a water uh, discovery in Africa. Uh, This is, again, under some of the goals of the United Nations. And we think during uh, COP28, we will also uh, consolidate a better engagement with our uh, colleagues and with our partner to uh, partner better for the humankind. Water is needed in that part of the world. Uh, we have done some research on Middle East, but now we are extending. We are going far. We are going to Africa, where Africa is 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 not our uh, let's say continent, but we are again global. We in the UAE work globally. We participate to the uh, humankind uh, objective, which is set by our government to uh, participate to uh, ease of life for for human and also be, uh, you know, very uh, protective and utilizing the technology and innovation to 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 uh, reach a help for people on the ground. Thank you, Ms.
0: Ali. Uh, We have another question on the commercial aspects of the space sector, because this is part integral part of the space strategy and The question is about space tourism and space manufacturing how far has the uae come in terms of this commercial aspect
3: i will skip if you will allow me the space tourism uh i think uh, this is something still being discussed uh, at the space agency and also other international uh, partner Uh, and uh, I, i know something but i really don't want to go into that I will uh, answer the question of manufacturing. Uh, and this is what I know, this is what I witness every day. Uh, our colleagues at MBRC, Ahmed Barash uh, Space Center, uh, they have taken the lead on that by doing Khalifa Assad in the UAE. Now they are doing MBZ. MBZ is a huge satellite, it's uh, more than, I think, 600 kg satellite. We here in the UAE today contributing to MBZ by manufacturing, not within also the Space Research Center, but other uh, industrial, you know, by building components of that. And then uh, MBZ today come in and out to the NSSTC for some of the testing uh, facility here we are are doing. Uh, I think uh, it is a mandate it's not anymore uh, a choice or an option that we need to start manufacturing. We need to start doing things here. Uh, this is by uh, a direction from, from the government. And also, uh, as I said, the space agency is taking that and, and facilitating for us the way, how can we engage the other industry and the country also to contribute with the space sector to, to uh, build better? Um, uh, again, uh, I said we, inside the NSSCC, build our own software, and we build some components today. I can't tell you that we can build a co- uh, complete satellite. I don't know, actually, if we need to build a complete satellite, because if there is something built somewhere, by partner anywhere in the world, why might not utilize it. But we already started manufacturing this thing. I did mention in my slide that there's four programs which we built completely in the UAE and launched. And we are continuing to expand in that, uh, in that area. Uh, we, uh, negotiated with our, some partners that in the, especially on the edge computing side, that we are preparing a group of, of, uh, engineers to go into, uh, you know, computer science side and also to be part of edge computing and to do something on board satellites. So that is also on the go. And we are hoping also to include that part of 813. To be uh, an, an edge computing, and there will be a lot of satcom and a lot of other uh, technology embedded within within the, pro- the program within the the, the, the funded uh, uh, price for that, and also with the allowance of time. Because sometimes you know, even if you want to innovate and build something here, and that, the time frame, which is sometimes, is tied up with other partners globally, it doesn't allow that but uh, we are taking it very uh, seriously from uh, the perspective of engaging the country. Uh, I remember we have a, a, a KPI, and I'll be very open to speak about that. KPI within the 813 program, the space agency told us, you have to do everything within the NSSTC, and next you can go with this much percentage in the country, and the last minute will give you only this percentage to do outside the UK. So we are following that and that is the directive. That is not a choice we have. Um, I'm sorry, I think I missed your question about Falcon Eye. Uh, okay, I wasn't the program manager for Falcon Eye. Falcon Eye was uh, uh, the Ministry of Defense program, which is uh, today. Uh, Falcon Eye is not, by the way, a pure uh, military program. It's a dual use. Uh, it is uh, uh, with our colleagues and uh, friends, partners from, from France. We have built a very uh, capable system to uh, also do the use for the Ministry of Defense, but at the same time, uh, there was a big portion of commercialization, which is, I think, question was also about commercialization and how can we commercialize that? So the data of of Falcon Eye, uh, I think uh, our colleagues at the Ministry of Defense are working with the uh, other uh, agencies within the UAE to commercialize the, the Falcon Eye data. We have taken steps to commercialize, uh, 823 data if possible. We are taken, we have taken a step to commercialize the ground station for, uh, a purpose of utilizing it, uh, you know, at least for, uh, running costs, not making profit, you know, NSSTC is not a uh, profit making, but, uh, I think exercising entrepreneurship and, and, and venture or, or startup will need that business mindset. So you've talked to uh, Noha, Noha is our lead on uh, the uh, business development and uh, she joined uh, recently. Uh, We also uh, harnessed other agencies from the space agency side and from uh, uh, the other academia side to have a business mindset to see how much the commercialization component will actually teach people how to be uh, a business oriented startup within the space sector. So the purpose is not only to bring dollar sign back to the uh, NSSCC and to the uh, economy of the UAE, because the way we see it, the ROI is more than the dollar sign. Okay, building capacity, doing things uh, here, reduce costs. Uh, also, uh, the learning care of people, understanding how business is done in this, in, in this world and in and, and, and the community of space. I think this is where uh, we try to educate uh, our talent and our uh, students, our engineers, to have that business uh, mindset where they can grow and, and, and also partner with uh, their uh, colleagues and their brothers and sisters around the world.
0: Thank you, Ms. Ali. I think we will take one final question to wrap up the QA segment. And this question is on global competition, which you said earlier that there are more than 90 countries in the space race. So what are the challenges to come, and how will the UAE face these challenges?
3: I, I, I think uh, let me be honest. I think in the UAE we we have less challenges because we are the UAE. Okay, we are the friend of all. Okay, we 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 have the we are the partner of all, and we don't have specific uh, you know like political uh, issues. I think the challenges we have in the UAE. It's just a little bit on the uh, IP, the the transfer of knowledge, the transfer of technology, which is today is not limiting us, but maybe it will slow us uh, a little bit on on certain areas. But mainly today, uh, the UAE, uh, as I told you and you from Singapore, you know that how much the UAE government are uh, putting a lot of, Uh, efforts on being the friend of all and being innovative, being on the lead, being uh, part of the global, uh, we are, we are present everywhere. You can look at the the, the activities, space uh, activities, you will see our uh, ministers, our directors, our,
2: uh, you know, leadership.
3: Uh, if you focus a little bit inside here, you will see all the activities are attended by uh, His Highness uh, Sheikh Mohammed, Allah uh, President of the, of the country, and the Prime Minister Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid. For all the activities, you will see them. You know, if you have the number one, number two, you know, leaders available with you supporting you, I think no challenges for us. Uh, the challenges we have to overcome. The challenges we have to help. Be more focused. The challenges is that how we dedicate ourselves on, on the space sector, uh, not to listen to you know the, the talking, but to focus on doing, and and to focus as I said earlier, not signing the agreement, but on practically implementing the uh, things. Uh, we had, uh, I think, uh, I remember one meeting here in Abu Dhabi, and we have signed a letter of intent. And uh, I have engineer Mohammed Al uh, Kirby from the NSSDC. So, in one week, Mohammed flown to, to, to Hong Kong, to China, and he was really going to implement that letter of intent. I, I gave you the example of the Bahrainis when we, we brought that. We signed the, the agreement with, with the Israelis and the space debate in, in uh, uh, December. Uh, right away, after that, within two months, we started working on, on, uh, on, on projects. So this is how we are supported and that's how we are overcoming the the challenges. But I think the UAE is well-established, well-funded, well-supported, well-engaged in a global perspective. Today, if you see, we have our students uh, in China and Singapore and uh, US, Europe, uh, everywhere. And we have students from around the world within our universities. I think this engagement is is really going to overcome? Because if you want innovation, you, you will not be sitting here waiting for somebody to release an IP for you or something, because you can attract talent rather than attract attracting uh, uh, a technology transfer. So the technology, inshallah, we are hoping it will become better by the emiratis and also by the work we do with our brothers and sisters, uh, like your yourself and all other uh, friends, you know, around the, around the globe. Thank you, Mr. Ali, Asherhi. Mashkur, You have been
0: really, really generous with your time for the presentation, for the Q&A segment, and also for sharing the stories. I would like now, for the closing, to invite our Executive Director at the Middle East Institute, Ms. Michelle Thiel, to deliver the closing remarks.
2: Thank you. Hi, thank you very much. Um, Mr. Al-Shahi, I want to thank you for what has been um, a very enlightening and actually for me rather an exciting uh, session today to listen to. Um, I was very fascinated. I would would say a few things about this. Um, What really struck me was um, what the Emirates, the United Arab Emirates is doing in terms of ensuring its future. Um, And I think this um, this is something that has a lot of traction for us in Singapore. Um, You know, a few years ago, there were all these fancy words, future proofing, making yourself future ready. It is really about playing a long game and understanding that in order to take ourselves into the, the end of this century and beyond, it is a constant evolving process. It's always about improving yourself, about thinking outside of the box, about being brave and adventurous in terms of the industries or the sectors that you choose to immerse yourself in so you know i mean although there are a lot of people who ask you know why would the uae be uh, in, the, in the in the in the exploratory mission to mars my my answer is why not you know why not because there's so much technology and so much learning to be had out there and you know, as you've talked about the young people, you know, who who are part of your team now, and the fact that you are part in the you are part of the university, uh, these things are so important to me because when you look ahead to the future, it is really the young people who are going to take us into the into the next realms of, um, you know, uh, economic, uh, scientific innovation, success, and you know. So today's session to me was actually really uh, an interesting. An, initi- an interesting one but also a very important testament to the actually to the to the to the far seeing vision of your leadership and also of the the teams that they have who work with them uh, you know to make these these visions a reality so you know let me once again thank you on behalf of the middle east institute you know i everyone who attended today really enjoyed it I'm sorry we couldn't meet you in person, you know, it has to be virtual, but maybe we will get a chance, you know, to meet you in person at some point. So once again, I thank you very much for your time. I want to thank you as well for helping us. You know, I recognize that, you know, people have tight schedules and, and, you know, doing what you do, you'll be super busy all the time. So taking time to come and talk to us and to, you know, to to enlighten us. I mean, I, I found it personally very interesting. So, you know, really, I thank you very much for your time.
3: You're welcome. It's an honor and a pleasure. And uh, as I said, uh, for me, uh, space being a, a journey of of, of engagement. Uh, and the more we engage, the more we talk, the more we meet, the more we we, we collaborate. I think we will go far. Absolutely. Uh, space is not limited to uh, to the any anyone. Space is open. Uh, you know, we've gone far. I think we can go more far with you with uh, you know a collaboration and uh, again i would like to thank you actually for giving me the chance you know to be uh, uh, in your program and your uh, agenda and i've enjoyed the talk i've enjoyed the, the discussion i've enjoyed the question and i'm available uh, also i want to extend uh, an invitation to you all your team the university please visit us anytime just give us two days heads up and we'll be happy to, to have you here <laughs> At NSSC and I will make sure also uh, we will come and visit you and we will make this engagement better and better.
2: Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care.
3: You're welcome.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. We have come to the end of today's webinar. I thank the speaker, esteemed speaker, Mr. Ali Shahi, and of course, Mr. Mohammed Azam. Thank you very much. Maa thank you.
3: you. Bye bye.